0: inspiring conversations with the most compelling performers, educators, authors, and product manufacturers of our time. This is the show about all that's new and neat with Clarinet, with the neatest people in the industry. Welcome to the Clarinet Podcast. Attending clarinet events is a fantastic way to expand your musical knowledge, network with colleagues, meet new friends, and see the world. Clarinet Celebration 2019 is a new festival that runs from June 24th to 30th in Portland, Oregon. It features world-class masterclasses, lectures, performance and social opportunities, and vendors that you won't want to miss. Today's guest on the program is Chamber Music Northwest's Marketing Director, Amy Mentani. She's here to tell us all about the upcoming celebration, and even some secrets as a local in Portland. I'm your host, Sean Perrin, and you're listening to the Clarinet Podcast at Clarinet.com. If you'd like to listen to an extended, ad-free version of today's episode and many others, head to Clarinet.com slash subscribe. Don't forget to visit the Clarinet store for links to buy official apparel and special offers, products, and services, some of which are available exclusively to our listeners. And of course, I love to hear from listeners all over the world. If you'd like to get in touch with me or be a guest on the program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback just click on the contact button at our website. Again, that's clarney.com. Thank you so much for listening to the show, and thank you especially to our sponsors for helping make it all possible. Clarinet is sponsored by Bakun and their new Vocalese mouthpiece. Complex resonance at a reasonable price. Get yours at www.bakunmusical.com and save 10% on any accessory purchase with code CLARINET at checkout. Join renowned clarinetist David Schifrin at the International Clarinet Celebration in beautiful Portland, Oregon, June 24th to 30th. Hosted by Chamber Music Northwest, this event combines a full week of concerts by world-class artists like Corrado Giuffretti and Jose Frank Biester. There's also clarinet masterclasses, lectures, clarinet mentors amateur workshops, ensemble performance opportunities, a clarinet marketplace, and a young artist competition. Passes are on sale now, and you can learn more at cmnw.org. Have you wanted to try D'Addario Reads, but weren't quite sure which to choose? Here's how to decide. Reserve Reads come in a white and blue box. They feature a traditional blank and are perfect for those who want a focused sound with the quickest response possible. Reserve Classic Reads come in a white and purple box. They feature a thicker blank that provides an expanded tonal color palette, clarity of articulation, and added flexibility. And the new Reserve Evolution Reads come in a white and yellow box. They feature our thickest blank and have a heavy spine for added projection and exceptional tonal depth, warmth, and flexibility. You'll have to try it to believe it. Try Reserve Reads now at your local music store or head to clarinet.com slash reads to buy a box right now. So I'm here today with Amy Mintani. Thank you so much, Amy, for coming on the podcast.
1: Thanks for having me,
0: Sean. First of all, Amy, um, if you could just tell me a little bit about what it is you do with Chamber M- Music Northwest and some of what your role is kind of like on a day-to-day basis. I'm sure many people are interested and uh, we'll kind of do an introduction to the, the uh, upcoming festival for those who are listening.
1: My role here at Chamber Music Northwest is as marketing director, um, so that means that I oversee our website, advertisements, uh, social media, program notes, um, lots of different things, um, which is really exciting and, and I enjoy doing.
0: I know all that kind of stuff can be so busy these days. It's, um, it's such a, these sort of roles can be so widespread. What, what would your average day look like there as you work through these various tasks?
1: Oh, geez, so it might start off with um, catching up on a bunch of different emails from um, different advertisers or um, writers here in Portland. Um, We're fortunate to get a lot of press coverage. Um, Then it might be jumping into a meeting to um, work out details for our upcoming clarinet celebration, Um, and then maybe, um, you know, jumping into doing some design work. So um, it's really very varied. Uh, My background is actually in fine art. I have my um, degree in painting. Um, So I enjoy the opportunity to get to be creative and um, make things in my, my day job.
0: And are you a musician as well?
1: So yeah, um, I grew up in uh, participating in bands. I actually played the flute, so um, I am very, I spent a lot of time uh, looking over my music stand at the (laughs) clarinetists, so yeah, I I definitely enjoy getting to um, use some of that uh, knowledge and experience today, and I think my mom is uh, happy that all those years of music lessons uh, paid off somewhat, so
0: absolutely and i'm sure the listeners get tired of me saying this but uh you're one of the lucky non-clarinetists to be featured on the clarinet podcast so <laughs> extra special oh my gosh, warm welcome I'm so
1: privileged.
0: <laughs> thank you have you ever played clarinet just out of curiosity for fun even just to see what it was like
1: no um i did play uh, saxophone for a short while because i wanted to be cool and be in the jazz band
0: that's how um, to do but it
1: experience <laughs> Yeah, I have some experience with um, reed-based instruments and um, have a lot of respect for you guys. The embouchure is uh, really tricky coming from playing flute, and I just I found it kind of painful um, yeah, you know, pressing yeah. down on the reed enough to, to get a good tone. So.
0: Well, you know, it's funny. I uh, have owned flutes before. In fact, I have a relatively decent flute now, and I think you guys are the ones who are impressive. I can't make a sound. <laughs> I've tried. It's never gone anywhere <laughs> with that, so... I am not a flute player. That's why this is not uh, the Flute Onit podcast. So so tell me a little bit about the upcoming Clarinet Celebration and competition. Of course, you've got the Young Artist Competition. There's a whole host of faculty and uh, jurors involved, along with all kinds of sessions. So maybe a great place to start would be the Young Artist Competition, since it was uh, something that David was talking to us about in the last conversation, and also something which I'm sure many people are very interested in.
1: So, um, the Young Artist Competition is really exciting, Um, it was open to aspiring clarinetists under 30, um, and we received applications from all over the world, um, which is really exciting. Um, So we've gotten through the video round already, and we've selected our semi-finalists, which we're going to be announcing in a week or so, so we're very excited about that. And then um, how the Young Artist Competition fits into the larger clarinet celebration is that um, there will be um, some live uh, performances by the semifinalists in front of um, our, you know, clarinet celebrity jurors. And uh, people attending the um, celebration will be able to pop in and, you know, hear all of the, um, you know, high notes and uh, all that. So it'll be pretty exciting.
0: Um, so as far as the announcement, where can people check that out? When will it be, uh, where where, and when will it be posted online?
1: So um, we'll be posting the uh, semif- semi-finalists on our website, cmnw.org, as well as our uh, Clarinet Celebration Facebook page and Instagram page, which is just at Clarinet Celebration.
0: And will these concerts be something that's open to the general attendance at the event or will the uh, will those performances be private?
1: Um, the Young Artist Competition is only open to clarinet celebration attendees, so um, it should be really, really neat to get that insider look at uh, these you know, great aspiring uh, emerging clarinets.
0: Absolutely. So one of the really interesting things about the competition as well is not only is there a chance to take part in concerts, but also some masterclasses, workshops, and, and various lectures. Um, would you tell me about a few of the ones that are coming up that are most exciting?
1: Um, you know, the event has uh, lots of different parts. Um, there will be master classes uh, with David Schifrin, Richard Hawkins, Chad Burrow, and Fred Ormond. Uh, the great thing about uh, Fred being involved is he was actually one of David Schifrin's teachers. So that's, that's really oh, wow. neat to have him be um, a part of it. Um, there will also be um, tons of workshops and lectures led by um, different clarinet artists. Um, some highlights are Jazz and the Clarinet with Ken Toplowski, um, Music Entrepreneurship with uh, Sunghee Lee, and uh, Clarinet Extended Techniques with Ashley Williams-Smith. Um, so there'll just be a lot of uh, really cool, um, you know, deep dives into these topics.
0: You know, I love the fact that one of David's teachers is there because when I spoke to him on the podcast, he, he did talk a lot about how he wanted this to be sort of a legacy project and uh, it's great to see how it's come full circle and, and being able to sort of help out the next generation of, of students. So um, one other person you're having there is, of course, Michelle Anderson with the Clarinet Mentors. Um, it's funny because we've been meaning to chat on the podcast here for an awfully long time. It reminds me I should definitely get in touch with her again, but um, we will sort of occupy the same online space, of course. So what, um, what will her workshop be entailing and what about her niche demographic? We're
1: really? Michelle Anderson uh, be a part of the clarinet celebration. Um, She's going to be leading a special amateur track um, and leading um, amateur workshops and uh, amateur clarinet ensembles. Uh, But the great thing is these um, amateur clarinetists are going to get to um, collaborate and rub elbows with semi-professional and high-level clarinet students, as well as these world-renowned clarinetists. Um, so that's really exciting. Uh, one event where everyone will get to um, play together is our Colossal Clarinet Choir. Um, that's gonna be you know, everyone involved in the clarinet um, celebration, uh, the artists who are performing in the uh, five concerts and uh, also local clarinetists in the Portland area who want to come by. Uh, there'll be a grand rehearsal and then um, a pop-up performance uh, in downtown Portland so that's going to be really exciting.
0: Oh wow that's really cool. In the past I've taken part in those sorts of things at Clarinet Fest and uh, I know that it was always open to um, attendees only and you, you normally just have a bunch of college kids kind of involved so it's really great to know that uh, if I understood you correctly the artists are also playing with with uh, everybody else yeah, in this group. Yeah, yeah Wow. We're gonna have
1: as well, um, so that, that's going to be really exciting to um, have the opportunity, you know, to play next to, you know, some of your clarinet heroes.
0: Well, and that's so important. I, I remember talking to Richie Hawley a few episodes ago. Well, I say a few, probably more like ten or twenty now, but um, he was talking about how one of the things he loves about where he teaches is he gets to play with his students, and and there's so much you can teach in those moments of of uh, actual music making that would take so much longer to describe in person or even in a masterclass setting. So I think it's really A great thing. And so are those ensembles then open to anyone who's in attendance, whether they be an amateur attending the clarinet mentors or all the way up to the young artist competitors?
1: Yeah, everyone's involved, um, and the Colossal Clarinet Choir we're opening up to the general public. You don't need a clarinet celebration pass to participate in that event. So oh, wow. we're really hoping that you know everyone um, in the Portland area can come out, and uh, we can just get as many clarinetists and pos- as possible in one place to um, you know have fun, celebrate the instrument, and also show some people who are just out and about in downtown Portland who maybe wouldn't normally seek out um, an instrumental performance you know, come by and catch something really special and spark their interest in uh, instrumental music.
0: I think that outreach element is a really, really great idea. You know, the clarinet player in me though is a little worried all of a sudden. Is is the performance in downtown outside?
1: Yeah. we're very fortunate um, that in Portland in late June, we have fantastic weather, um, typically like 70s or 80s, um, sunny skies, uh, it's not uh, your typical uh, you know Portland rain that you think of in, in late June, but we do yeah. also have a um, rain location indoors if, if need be.
0: Oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah, because uh, all those clarinets heading out, I just imagine the, the rain or the sun right on them would be cause for concern. <laughs> so...
1: Yeah. Well, that- we hope the weather with us and um it typically does that kind of year in portland it really can be quite
0: stunning here then so of course you've also got a clarinet marketplace going on and some pretty big vendors are there ranging from from bakun of course who also helps sponsor this podcast as well so thank you to bakun um also to uh it looks like you've got some other clarinet manufacturers reed makers who else is going to be there for people to browse and check out
1: sure um we're Excited to have uh, Yamaha, Selmer, Ligère, Buffet Crampon, Vanbrun, um, and more—you um, know—clarinet producers um, and accessory makers at the clarinet celebration. Um, there'll be an area uh, where people can go around to the different um, makers' tables and experiment with product, ask questions. Um, for the amateur clarinetists, uh, Michelle Anderson plans on going around with them to kind of guide them with uh, through the equipment and what might make their sound. Uh, better. Also, all of the clarinet uh, companies are invited to um, give some swag in our swag bags that all attendees will get. So that'll be pretty exciting too.
0: Oh, nice. I love that. So, you know, these kind of events, they're so important and whether you're a sort of seasoned player who is, uh, you know, looking to network with other kind of professional colleagues, or if you're a student or even an amateur adult player coming back into the clarinet realm after taking a break from high school or something. There's just so much to be learned, so much networking, so much uh, to actually see at these events. But one thing that I love that you guys have taken seriously too is uh, the social element here. And in my experience in the past, the evenings, you know, out for dinner or at the bar with people just kind of mingling, that's when some of the most important um, networking and conversation seems to happen. So it's really great to see that you guys have sort of factored that in. Um, Can you tell me a bit about the social events that are coming up?
1: Um, We're really excited to create um, a space where clarinetists of all levels can get together and um, talk about what they're passionate about. Um, The biggest event that we're having is there's going to be a reception on Friday night um, where um, we're going to invite everyone at the clarinet celebration and all of the um, main stage artists to um, Centro, which is a really um, great restaurant in the heart of Portland um, that serves French and Italian uh, Riviera cuisine. Um, but that will be great. Um, attendees will get um, free drinks and appetizers that night. Um, and then in addition to that, uh, we have pre-concert picnics at Reed College. Um, so uh, the Monday, Thursday, and Saturday night concerts are at Reed College. And um, a longstanding tradition of Chamber Music Northwest uh, Summer Festival is the, are these uh, pre-concert picnics. So um, we're inviting everyone to join us there. Um, You can bring your own picnic basket or there will be um, a picnic meal um, available that you can purchase uh, with no advance notice. So that's great. Um, And then the other evenings we have um, happy hours uh, as well um, where we'll have some drink tickets uh, available for attendees to uh, enjoy.
0: Awesome. I see also something about snack breaks on your website with some local samples from Portland food vendors. Um, That sounds like an amazing idea.
1: Known for its food scene, Um, it's just really quite fantastic—the quality and variety of food we have here. So we are um, working on getting uh, local food vendors to um, come to the Clarinet Celebration and offer some samples. So um, we're still working out the details of that, but we'll have more information soon, and there should be some very um, exciting and interesting and tasty things.
0: Love it. So of course, one of the things about going to an event like this is considering the time. And uh, making sure you get your tickets. So, where can people learn more about not only the event but also purchasing their, their passes?
1: Sure, so you can um, learn more and purchase your passes at cnnw.org. Um, you go to our website and to the Clarinet Celebration page, and you'll find um, details about all of these sessions and events. Um, and also get your pass there. Um, We are offering a week pass as well as a weekend pass for people who can't, you know, take the time to come for the whole week.
0: Yeah, actually I was going to ask, is there there a chance for people to come for just one or two days? And and, uh, that sounds like a great alternative if you can't get the whole week off work, for example.
1: Yeah, the weekend pass is going to be a great option. It includes all the events on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So you know, you'll know you get that um, Friday night reception. You'll get to attend um, a new music concert with uh, new music for the clarinet by Kenji Bunch and a uh, world premiere uh, by Libby Larson, which is really exciting. Um, also, will include uh, tickets to the uh, Clarinet Critical Mass concert, which is going to have 29 clarinetists performing in that concert. Oh, wow. um, so we're, we're just really excited about it, yeah.
0: This is a clarinet celebration for sure. (laughs) So many. yes, yes. So, you know, in my experience going to these kind of events, I always tried to do them on a budget because I was a student or, you know, even even when I was older, I I still, you know, you want to do it in a way you can save money. So um, what are some pieces of advice you have for those who maybe don't live in the Portland area, but who want to come there and and stay and and eat cheaply, but still have a good time and and be able to uh, appreciate all that Portland has to offer?
1: Sure. So we have um, a couple of uh, accommodation deals with some local um, hotels. Uh, you definitely want to take advantage of those if you want to um, save money, uh, and the deadlines for those are coming up in May and June. So um, if you're interested in you know, getting our special Chamber Music Northwest rate, you'll want to book that soon. Um, Airbnb is also a great option, um, but again, you'll really want to plan ahead. Uh, Portland is a very popular destination, particularly in the summer, so um, you'll you'll want to you know secure an Airbnb now if that's the route you're going. Um, as far as eating cheaply in Portland. Um, even though our food is great quality, you really can, uh, you know, get, get by on a budget. Um, you know, prices are really very good, and then there's always uh, more casual options, like the food cart scene in Portland is just outrageous. There's um, one location downtown where an entire city block is uh, lined with different food carts. And, uh, yeah, there, there's just an endless amount of options.
0: So this is just my ignorance of the area and the the sort of geography, but how far is downtown and all these, you know, places to eat and things to do from the actual event itself?
1: Right in town. So um, most of the events will be at Portland State University, which is right in downtown Portland. Um, So that will be where all the daytime events and many of the concerts are. Um, The other concerts will be at Reed College, um, but we'll be setting up a shuttle bus leaving from Portland State University for those uh, concerts. So you won't have to worry about getting across town on your own. Um, in addition, Portland has great public transport. Um, we've got uh, max light rail that can get you to and from the airport and around town. Uh, buses, uh, biking is huge. There's bikes available for rent on the street. Um, yeah, Portland is just a, a really fun, exciting place. And you know, if you're thinking about coming to the clarinet celebration, uh, you should definitely do it if you haven't been to Portland just to, to get that kind of experience too.
0: Well, you know, and I love when these kind of events are walkable and you have to factor that into the affordability. Um, a couple summers ago, I went down to Kansas for the Clarinet Fest. I think it was down there. And, um, you know, I just didn't realize how far Lawrence was from the airport. And of course, there was no transit. It was an extra seventy five dollars for an Uber. And it's just these these kind of costs really add up. So it's something like this where you're within walking distance or even, you know, simple bus pass away for a few minutes. It's so much easier and it's so much more more doable, especially for for students, um, as a local, is there a certain place that you do love to eat at that we should definitely check out, or an- another type of um, you know tourist attraction or something which we maybe don't know about?
1: Well, uh, a true Portlander never tells anyone their favorite restaurant because <laughs> then it'll get too popular and they they can't get there. Um, but Fair you enough. know, really like. Uh, there, any type of food that you want to eat, you can find in Portland, and it's just so delicious. And in addition to the food scene, you know, we have a lot of um, other great, you know, attractions and, and cultural things going on. Um, there's beautiful rose gardens that are going to be really popping um, late in late June. Um, that was one of the things that really uh, strikes me about Portland when I first came to visit is just how lush and green and um, vibrant everything is. It's really quite outstanding. Um, there's, you know, Chinese gardens and Japanese gardens as well. Um, we've got a, a great art museum. Um, they're just, you know, you can't be bored in Portland. That's for sure. And uh, also we'll be keeping uh, clarinet celebration attendees very busy with all of the, you know, great workshops, lectures, concerts, social events, um, all those sorts of things.
0: Yeah, I don't imagine there'll be too much uh, <laughs> downtime for, for uh, too much else. But it, yeah, if you have some chance to even come out a couple days before or after and explore the city, that's, a, that's another sort of wise thing to do, actually, when you have these sort of events, I find. Have you been before? I have not been to Portland I've been to Seattle several times you know I actually have huge regrets about not going to Portland because a couple of years ago I went down to see Radiohead in uh, Seattle and uh, I couldn't uh-huh. get tickets to go to the next show which was in Portland it was the next day that would have been my chance to to not only see that show but also to visit Portland finally which I, which I actually should do because I've got some friends down there so um, yeah absolutely well
1: you've got another great opportunity this summer we, we hope to see you at the clarinet celebration
0: absolutely I'll I'll do my best to get down there and I hope that those listening will will also take uh, take you up on the opportunity so so I hope that all those listening go check out the website at cmnw.org they've also been very graciously supporting the podcast and allowing you to listen to this show over the last several months here Um, so do check it out do expand your career and your travel opportunities and I want to thank Amy so much for taking the time to come on the show today
1: thank you Sean it was a real pleasure
0: Be sure to tune in next time for an episode with the wonderful Michael Lowenstern. Also, I want to take this opportunity to invite you to submit some listener questions for me. I did the first listener question episode a while ago, maybe about four or five episodes now. It was a real success and people submitted questions from all over the world. So I actually have some left over from last time. But if you'd like to try and sneak a question in, I'll be recording that probably within the next week or two weeks and have it out sometime during May. So send me a message at feedback at clarinet.com. To submit your listener question, don't forget to check out D'Addario's line of Reserve, Reserve Classic, and new Reserve Evolution reads. You can head to your local music store or to slash reads to buy a box right now. The show is also brought to you by Chamber Music Northwest. With over $20,000 in prizes and world class guest artists and vendors, their upcoming clarinet celebration and competition is an event that you don't want to miss. Learn more at cmnw.org. Hosting for Clarinet is sponsored by Bakun and their new Vocalese mouthpiece, complex resonance at a reasonable price. Get yours at www.bakunmusical.com and save 10% on any accessory purchase with code CLARINET at checkout. That's all for now. Be sure to tune in next time for more of what's new and neat with clarinet with the neatest people in the industry on the clarinet podcast.